Welcome back to Property Profits Podcast. I'm your host, Bryce Kaminsky, filling in for Dave Dubow. And tonight on the show, I've got a serial entrepreneur, um, started young with a marketing agency, which is interesting because that really does give you the ability to generate leads and has since capitalized in real estate for a good part of 10 years and is now looking to move to the next level of the real estate business. Sam White, how are you doing tonight? Feeling good, man. How are you doing? Good. I hope that intro um, sums up what has been a very, it sounds busy. Sounds like you've been busy doing stuff for 10 years. I've been busy. Where do you, find the, where do you find the time? Well, um, I'm recently married, so I've, I can slow down, but speed up at the same time. But I was, I was hustling for quite a while. So yeah, it sounds like it. I was thinking yeah. there's, there's no way. So why, why not just like the one thing I didn't really catch before the show was like your college degree is in commercial real estate development. Was that what it was? My undergrad was not. I was pre-med, I was pre-med undergrad. And that's, then, that's where it was. And I was like, how yep. does that even, exactly. how does that lead to a marketing agency? Sure. Sure. Um, I didn't, I think, you know, when I was younger, parents were like, you like science, you're well-spoken, uh, you're smart. So doctor is the automatic go-to, um, mm -hmm. pre-med during undergrad, I was also an athlete. And so I was trying to figure out any way to make money, um, mm -hmm. and did a lot of trade shows as an MC. So I started a marketing agency right after school started, uh, or school was done because I wasn't finding any jobs that could pay me what I was getting paid in doing that. So I was like, well, I guess I can start hiring some other people. Might as well, yeah, might as well do that. Yep. So then you end up in Airbnbs because yes. I want people like, I'm going to walk you guys through this story. <laughs> now he's in Airbnb. Is he still running the marketing agency? Yes. And Airbnb and marketing is like a very interesting cross-section because Airbnb and marketing are the, almost the same if you think about short-term rental. Yep. So how many of those of the, you listed 37 how many of the 37 did you own or what was your in, involvement in that, in that portfolio? Yeah, just owned one. Um, former roommate and I met playing beach volleyball and he made his first million at 19. And uh, we ended up buying a beach house right there on Mission Beach, San Diego. Had an extra bedroom and I was like, let's just throw a couple bunk beds in it. Started making really good money. I think I made like 25K in six months from just one room. And I was like, oh, I'm going to be the kingpin of Mission Beach and talk to everybody and started talking to my neighbors. Um, but actually, I ended up meeting some people in North County, San Diego, which is where a lot of the money is. Mm -hmm. And they, um, a couple of them were like, you know, why don't you just try renting out our place? We leave for the summer. And so my business went from, you know, much smaller beach houses to these grand properties at 25 years old. So I, I understood scale pretty quickly at that age. So then you exited the Airbnb business and you moved on to? Yeah, moved on, went to law school for a year. I think my brain still says, okay, Sam, you have, you have to have some sort of graduate degree um, for some future endeavors that I desire to go into. Um, and law school was, was interesting for me, I think. Um, because I was on the, you know, on the up and then you have to go kind of right back down for law school. Um, mm -hmm. I, I did fine, but I don't think that was the right fit. Um, ended up switching from that program, same school, went to a master's in commercial real estate 
and my mind was blown um, just mm-hmm. to know that you could own apartment complexes, boutique hotels, storage units, stuff that I look around and see all the time, but then to actually participate in these deals is so shocking. I mean, to, I'm still shocked to this day about it. So, mm-hmm. well, yeah, commercial real estate's an interesting thing because um, it kind of includes everything that isn't residential, right? Sure. So, what is that degree mixed with your your short term rentals kind of taught you as you move towards the next stage of your career here? Oh, deep question. No, um, I think the most important thing that I have picked up is marketing is super crucial. So combining the real estate knowledge now with the ability to just connect with people, see what they need, see what they desire, see how I can also help them move forward. It's not just about my own real estate career, but it's about um, really connecting with investors and saying, what is your goal? Is is it Mm -hmm. to be completely passive? Is it to learn the business like I did? Um, And so that's kind of my next step right now is just in that space where I'm talking to people, enjoying conversations, really getting to know um, how we can help each other move forward. And so if someone was to ask you, like, what's your ideal investor? Like, what's the, what's the person you want to partner with the most? That's, um, a combination I'd say of, I, I really like the teaching component. Um, just kind of people that maybe have capital that want to join these deals and learn the, that side. But I also mm-hmm. on the other side, have people um, like my wife will be a, a future investor of mine when she's done with residency. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, you know, completely passive, does not care about anything beyond what are my returns going to look like. So, um, you know, I'm still figuring out that niche because I do like uh, both of those sides of things. Well, the the question, I guess, would be this, this follow up would be, um, are the partners you're looking for, or if you're, if you're, if you, I don't know if you're certain or not, but are you looking for more short-term partners or long-term partners? Like what's your real estate strategy if if people are um, listening to your story and are interested in in uh, participating? Yeah, also a great question. I would find short inv- short-term investors helpful right now, but my goal is to turn them into long-term investors. Meaning if we have a good conversation and we come to a, mutual agreement that you want to invest in the deals that I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, my overall a trajectory in real estate is a 20 year plan and it doesn't stop, you know, um, in the, in the shorter term deals. So my goal is to turn every investor, you know, a profit, essentially get them their money back plus some so that they're like, okay, well, how do I do this again? Because that was enjoyable. So, uh, turning short-term investors into long-term is the goal. Okay. So that, that, um, that kind of boils it down when you think about the type of projects that you're looking to do primarily, if you had to say, this is what I want to do. Um, this is what the main focus of what it is that I'm using my money for in a kind of high level view, what would that be? Yes. So I'd say multifamily is of most interest to me. I've been invested in multifamily for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and then secondly, I have, um, I'm only going to give you a little bit, a teaser, but a really, really great, unique concept when it comes to Airbnbs and converting them into wedding venues, which is extremely lucrative. Um, so the combo, combo of those. 
I, I like the that creative uh, investing where, where you're niche down just one more level. Like Airbnb is a niche within real estate, but the niche yeah. within the niche, and then how you can how you can and do that. And I see, you know, like that could be quite lucrative. Have you been successful with that strategy yet? I tried it when I was running the Airbnbs. So mm -hmm. I have it um, into a much more efficient system now. I have not done one of these yet, but I'm mm -hmm. about, I literally just sent a, an offer on a property recently. So should I uh, be able to acquire that property? My goal is right now to do it at a cheaper price point. Uh, mm -hmm. This one is in Oklahoma City, so it's going to be a little different than my overall grand scheme of doing these in much more coastal areas and internationally. Mm -hmm. But my thought process there is if you prove the concept at a cheaper price point, um, mm -hmm. and you can make it work in a, in a market that's maybe not as heavy, um, wedding wise, then, uh, it should do very well elsewhere. If you think about, I mean, short-term rentals, if you're charging, let's say for example, um, $500 a night, I'll, I'll bring it down for a luxury mm -hmm. property mm -hmm. and you, you market it for a three night stay and you host the wedding and there's an event fee attached to that. Um, you, that takes your regular Airbnb fee to 15 uh, grand. Yeah. Whatever, quickly. whatever you want to quickly. charge quickly. Yeah. So 15 grand and then you book like one a month or two a month or yep. And your your bills are covered. You have a you have a property more than manager. more than enough. Yeah, you yeah. you just have to um, deal with the fact that you're running like a business. There might be some logistics, but I like the concept, especially with yeah. people having smaller weddings than the traditional like uh, five hundred people right. at a church. So, um, how long have you been invested in multifamily for? Oh man, I think at least six years. No, what, what was your first move into multifamily? Um, I think I didn't even mean to do it. I think it was a, when I was doing the Airbnbs, um, somebody had asked me for some capital and I was like, yeah, I mean, let me see the numbers real quick. Didn't fully know how to analyze like I do now, but, mm -hmm. um, I sent, sent them a check and then started receiving money back. And I was like, oh, okay, this is cool. But again, didn't really realize until I went into that program, like, oh, I'm like full on owning you know apartment complex i was looking looking at it more as like a lender that was just doing something on the side that time yeah so um definitely uh definitely interesting how many ways there are is to make money in real estate yeah. so you know a lot of people um it's like a robert kiyosaki question where is it here i've always i got always written down it says what's uh, your unfair advantage you know, what comes easy to you that other people find difficult to do? Ooh, that's a good question. I, I love that one. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I would say that I connect really well with people and kind of try to um, get to the, to the crest of what are we what are we trying to do here? So mm -hmm. um, just uh, as we did before the show started, you're, you know, being like, what, what are we doing? What do you what's your goal? What's your desire? Mm -hmm. Um, and that's kind of what I like to get out of people. Again, it's it's definitely not about just what I want. I want us to move up together. So mm -hmm. having that's why I enjoy having conversations with, um, you know, capital people because it's 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 fun for me. It's fun to um, to just kind of help people achieve their dreams. And so, uh, one of my mentors actually told me before, um, Sam, you need to 
quit being scared and just talk to people, <laughs> just talk and just enjoy doing mm-hmm. what you do. Yeah. And instead of, and shift your mind from the fact that you're like asking for money and remember that you're asking to make people money. So, mm-hmm. and you know, since I've heard that, um, it's definitely shifted my perspective. And when, I, when I talk to people, cause I'm like, we're, we're doing this together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of times people are mostly interested in what they can get instead of, um, what they can get in maybe return would be, sure. um, a better way of looking at it. I like, I like what you were saying, especially about, you know, figuring out what the investor wants. Cause a lot of time when people are raising capital, they're really focused on the narrow view of like, I want to get this person to invest with me this way. Right. But if we can ask better questions, we can get people to invest with us in the way that they're most comfortable. Absolutely. So, um, by this point, you must have come up to something in your real estate investing, you know, with all that you've accomplished. Um, what's the biggest obstacle you see? And I'm going to frame this one a little bit differently. What's the biggest obstacle you see for short-term rental space? Because there's a lot of curiosity and there's a lot of legislation and things creeping in on this because they're seeing people make money. And when they see money, they want a piece of the action or they want to like kick them out of the city completely. So what are some things that you're doing to stay ahead of that or uh, mitigate that risk to your investors? Because that's a big one that um, people, when there's like, I want to invest in an Airbnb, but what about if they shut you down next week? Because it seems like without notice, they can come into a, a place and legislate Airbnb out of business in a city and like shut down a whole business. Now you're stuck with like a bunch of property. So how do you guys plan to mitigate that? And what have you, what are you doing to, to put that into place? Yeah. So it's been different in the past when I am part of a team. So LP or GP, um, when I'm now sponsoring and leading projects, mm-hmm. my goal is to always have seven exit plans when I um, invest in any project. So that kind of mitigates the risk as far as the uh, investor money goes. Uh, additionally, you know, if we get some regulations or some stuff that comes up as far as short-term rentals, which it, it does, you know, you can do that. You can do them within multifamily properties, um, you know, block off a, a certain amount for short-term rentals, but then be prepared to convert those into midterm rentals, always be, mm-hmm. uh, conversing, conversating, excuse me, with hospitals, um, looking at different ways at all times to figure Keep out. It full. Yes. And so. I think that, you know, we went through the trajectory of my journey here. And while I could have just stayed in marketing or stayed in real estate or done the law thing, mm-hmm. um, I think what I find beneficial is the creativity of my brain and saying, let's, you know, let's figure these things out. Let's um, always prepare to have a, another plan, you know, in place. Where so. did you come up with seven? Uh, a- another mentor that said, always have seven always have seven, at least, um, you know, if there's a COVID-esque type situation ever again, then you need to have a plan. Um, and so that's kind of where yeah, seven eggs. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Everyone got a little bit, uh, smarter today from that little piece. I appreciate uh, it. Seven. So how do you feel like your marketing has played into your ability to raise money? Yeah. Um, it's there. I think the, what I find in the real estate industry is it is kind of behind as far as um, utilizing marketing efforts. 
Mm-hmm. And so um, as you see it, I mean, I get emails from people often maybe pitching me deals or, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, reaching out for various reasons. But uh, my goal is to get a really solid CRM or actually utilize the CRM, not just buy it and don't use it. Um, and then actually just stay in touch with my uh, my investors. So if I have it all in a database, which I'm getting all organized right, right now, um, it mm-hmm. helps me to stay in touch and not necessarily always just pitching deals, but st- take it, you know, in an advisory approach. A lot of people are worried about what's going on in the market right now. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I could call, you know, call you up for no reason, Bryce, and just say, Hey Bryce, just checking in on you, seeing yeah, what what's going looking on. like, you know, um, I'll, you know, talk, talk shop, talk about the fed, you know, just getting those conversations going versus just calling, you know, shooting you an email. Only calling and, when I need yep, something. Now yep. you're that guy. Hey, hey, I need capital today. You know, nah, yeah. that's not what I want. People want to talk too. So sure. as far as your deal finding <clears throat> philosophy, are you a find the deal and then the money or do you prefer to have your capital lined up and go find deals? Yeah, definitely the capital lined up first. I think it creates for a better conversation. It gets you familiar with how I think. Um, I get familiar with how you think. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it's better in my mind to have another conversation after. What I think is, uh, it's kind of backwards typically in the real estate industry is they want, um, you know, obviously get the property under contract, have the due diligence done, give me all the numbers. Um, yeah. And that's, that's not a realistic thing all the time because maybe I'm going to have to be like, well, Bryce, I'm willing to give you a little bit more piece of the pie because this is a creative deal. Whereas mm-hmm. I can give you a rigid structure of, you know, this is what the LP, you know, portion is going to be. And you might be like, well, I'm not interested in at that point. So I think conversations are better. Yeah. Cause you know, when, when I started my mentor, I was, I was doing, doing acquisitions for them. Right. Yep. And most people start with no money. Sure. So they have no power and they have to make conditional offers and they have to play all these games. Like, uh, give me, 20 days to figure it out right but we had a line of like we had we had investors already lined up i jumped into the middle of a real estate company mm-hmm. and so it was like two million dollars and it was never a, a matter of of price when we were shopping sure. and that gives you a different mindset you know a different approach so and you know that you definitely can get started with no money everyone at home like you can yeah. get started you can go and do it um but maybe just go and start raising money about the idea. See see who in the family wants to invest of your friends and then go shopping. Um, you know, raising money, it feels a lot better having like the the ability to go and get it yes. when it pops up, even if if even if it's just like a yeah, I'm interested, you know, partial commitment is better than none at all. Sure. So what does the future look like for the next, let's say a couple of years, you know, with short-term rentals kind of under attack over here and uh, apartment complexes becoming harder to hold. And, um, you know, these, these things that are on investors' minds, you know, what's the, what's the plan? If someone says, what's the plan? What's the yeah. plan, Sam? Well, I can't tell you what everybody's plan is, but my plan is to just make, you know, if if uh, Airbnbs are under attack again, you you try to pivot in, in any way that you can. Um, make creative projects like a multifamily property that allows you know I put in some Airbnb units in there. The um, the banks don't always like that. Lenders don't like that. But if if it pencils, then it might happen. So 
Um, mm-hmm. Creating those relationships before, just like, you know, Bryce, we talked about creating a relationship with you before I even acquire uh, properties in, let's say, Oklahoma City, as an example. I'm already talking to hospitals, letting them know that this is going to occur. So maybe some midterm rentals if they're interested in the near future. Um, how many would you guys need? Do you guys need 10? Do you guys need 20? Um, a lot of that research goes in before I even acquire property. Yeah, there's, so. there's no cost to research. That's the thing people None. miss sometimes yep. is you can just, you can get all the information you need to make a decision. And the more yep. you get, the easier the decision. Yep. And sometimes it's easier because you know, it's not a deal. Yes. You did the numbers, you found the thing, you're like, stay yeah, away. Yeah. You don't, you don't yeah. bring a bunch of people into a bad deal. So I like your research component and your approach. So if people want to, um, you know, reach out to you and pick your brain and have a conversation, where do they find you? How do they find you, Sam? Yeah. Um, my, my website is www.thepivotalinvestment.com um, or on Instagram, just at the pivotal investment. So um, yeah, always can just DM and I'd love to have a conversation and see, see how we can help each other. So awesome. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate you being on the show and until next time, guys, we'll catch you on the next episode. Yeah.